0: Were you born in Grand Tower? In Grand Tower Township, right out here in the country. Well, four miles north of Grand Tower on Route 3 out here, on the left side going north. There used to be an old log house there, and I was born in that log house.
1: What did your parents do for a living?
0: When I was a kid, I was born during the Depression years, you know. And nobody was working. Kids, women, and children, everybody. Men, they all was digging and working in gardens and trying to kill a rabbit or a squirrel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this was the way it was with me. He didn't have a job. He worked on the WPA. When World War II started, not too long after that, he got a job out here at the power plant. And then, of course, in 1945, I think it was, we moved into Grand Tower here. So I was born in Grand Tower Township and uh, by a doctor out of Grand Tower here. But I've lived here all my life. I I consider this all my life, and even Grand Tower Township is part of Grand Tower, you know.
1: Well, you've kind of become the historian of Grand Tower.
0: Yeah, I I didn't set out to do that, but I have. That was my thing. I liked history, especially local history. I did a lot of research and written nine different books, and they don't all pertain to Grand Tower, but most of it is.
1: When you were growing up, was Grand Tower about the size now that it was then?
0: When I was growing up, Grand Tower was about 1,200 population. It had come down to that, from 3,500 down to about 1,200. That's where I entered the picture in my day. And uh, it was still, uh, well, twice the size it is today. So many of the old houses is gone, and so many of the houses in Grand Tower that's still here is trashy people don't take care of their property anymore these younger ones we've got down we had at one time 13 saloons here we had oh four or five hotels we had a well peaked at about 3,500 during this time before me mark twain samuel langhorn clemens stopped here many times at grand tower on the boat as when he was pilot he was pilot from 1857 to 1861. A lot of people don't realize that. That's a short time. I was pilot for 35 years. He was pilot for five years. And he started in 57. 61 came. Civil War started. The river closed at Cairo. So that shut steamboat traffic off. Nothing could go south. So he lost his job because of the Civil War. He went out west towards... I forget what what uh, state it was. Mark Twain went out there, or he he was still Samuel Lang Clemens then. He went out there to to his brother's, and his brother worked or either owned I'm not sure which it was a newspaper. So that's when Samuel Clemens started writing the books that made him famous, and he adopted the pen name Mark Twain. And
1: uh, he wrote a book about his days as a riverboat captain i've not read it but my father has and i need to read it
0: well he wrote his uh, grand mentioned in his, some of his books and some of his writings anyway he uh, he went out west and started writing uh, for his newspaper with his brother then 20 years later after while well, he uh, 20 years after he went out there he come back to st louis and got on a boat and came down the river he visited chester he stopped here and visited Grand Tower, and he talks about that in uh, one of his writings, talking about the town here and what it looked like uh, 20 years later and and so on and so forth. So he was a uh, guy that built Eads Bridge. Eads was his name. Yes. He lived here in Grand Tower quite a few times. He was an engineer. When he was here, he didn't—he wasn't a resident or born or raised here. He was, just lived here a few times. There was a hotel right up here behind the bank that sat along the alley just 100 feet or less across to the back of the bank that's there today, the First Southern Bank, and that's the hotel he stayed at. It was called oh. the uh, Tremont, Tremont Hotel. So uh, we had him. He was a famous guy. Lewis and Clark in their writings talks about This side of the river, now that's before Grand Tower existed, but the ground was still here. Right. And they camped over across the river, right across on the other side of Grand Tower. They talk about in some of their writings and records, it shows where they were over here and done some exploration here on this side side too. Uh, So we kind of take claim there a little bit on Lewis and Clark. They've been all over, you know all up and down the Missouri in different places, but uh, I like to think that we can lay a little claim to their visiting you know, the office before the town. Anyway, there's been Well Grand Tower itself,
1: of course, takes its name off of the big rock, Tower rock. formation. Tower
0: rock. And the biggest cuff co- the biggest corporation, Grand Tower Mining, Manufacturing and Transportation Company, the biggest corporation in Jackson County at during its time, was located here in Grand Tower. They're the ones in 1867 that promoted calling, this was known as Evans Landing by a man by the name of Evans that lived here, uh, just a couple blocks over here. And he uh, promoted calling this Tower Rock, or Grand Tower, after the rock across the river. That's on the Missouri side, but it's right directly across. It stands out there, you've probably seen it.
1: Oh, a million times. Yeah. I assume that
0: you've been out to it. I've been on top of it back when I was younger.
1: How do you get on top of it?
0: Well, you have to have a boat unless the river's down like it was in 1980, was it, when we had the lowest river level? Ninety-three, five years before that would have been 88. and 1988 when the Mississippi was the highest it's ever i mean lowest it's ever been recorded five years later 93 it was the highest that has ever been recorded so in that five-year period we went from the lowest ever to the highest anyway getting back to the, the uh, name of the grand tower that's how it it, it didn't become grand tower in 67 until 1872 in 1872 is when it actually officially was incorporated and chartered as a city
1: but i want to follow up on you said you've been on top of uh tower rock right grand tower right uh are, is that only accessible when the river is way high
0: no you can walk up out walk on it when this river's real low like it was in 88 you can use a boat to go i when i went on it i we went out a boat me and another guy and we went out there rode across the river and got on got on the rock and uh and on the north side of the rock, it slopes, it goes to where you can get up it.
1: So you can climb up it without any ropes or anything like that to help yeah, you get up? Yeah, but
0: it's real dangerous. You, people should be, you know, if, if they're going to do it, you got to be real careful with it. But, yeah, you can do that. That's what we did. Of course, we were just snotty-nosed kids, I guess you could say. But, uh, man.
1: It would seem like something that every young man would want to do just to say that they had done it.
0: Well, you know, it was. It's still a dangerous place, but it's not as dangerous now because of certain things that took place in the river, as it was back in early days. Uh, that was a, There was a lot of Indian lore about that rock. There was uh, one of the gods of the Indians. In, Indians, one of them was uh, always involved in Tower Rock legend lore there was a wedding party that did drown coming off there really and they went out there and went up and had a wedding from grand hour and when they come back down they got in the whirlpool there used to be right under that rock a big whirlpool but it uh, what happened was they went up there on the way had the wedding come back down and got in the boat and as they cast off they, eddie got them and and the boat overturned, and they all drowned it, except one slave. And that really happened. The names are all there. I can't think of all of them right now. But there was a preacher, and there was uh, the groom's, the bride's mother and dad, I guess it was, and the groom's mother. And uh, I don't know. There was uh, two slaves. And then there was some more. Anyway, they all drowned except one slave. So that's actually documented, and and it's a true story.
1: You were mayor of Grand Tower as well, from 1980
0: to 1984. Well, that was my. I I resigned my last year because I seen that it would be better to resign and leave than to to stay because I was working away from home, 30 days, and I was back home. I was, this is all the time I was on the river. And I had a good mayor pro tem, he took care of everything. But I had a couple of three guys on the council that was that was always trying to stir up things and uh, I, I didn't leave in no fit of anger or anything. I just seen where I'd be better Grand Tower would be better off if I'd get out of the mayor's job. I wasn't militant with it, but I, I didn't let anyone run over me. As you know, mayor as mayor people's they want to get on you about everything. Half the people thinks you've done a great job and the other half thinks you are done a lousy job. I mean, that's kind of... That's the nature of that's it. That's the nature of the job. So I, I, that's what I'm talking about when I say I, I, I was trying to work and trying to keep up with this, and we had some interesting things happening.
1: Well, of course, the station owner of WXAN, who I'm recording this for, is Danny Hood, and I know that you and he worked together during that time some.
0: Yeah, Danny was one of our... I felt he he done the, one of the better jobs of, of cops here, you know. Uh, that's one story I can tell you. We had a, a thing going on that this one alderman, he kept saying that that ain't legal. You can't do that. I said, well, we're, I've got this thing before the state right now. Uh, I forget, what I'm, I'm a little foggy now about how, what that was, but there was a, uh, it still is, I guess, in Illinois, where you can call us and get information about whether something is legal or it's not
1: legal. The Illinois Attorney General's office has a phone line that people
0: could call. And... I think maybe that's it. I, anyway, I had made this call because it was a questionable thing. And I found out that it was nothing illegal about it. I'm trying to think what that was, the subject that I'm talking about. Anyway, he kept telling me, oh, yeah, you, you can't do that. And he, he knew. I said, look, I had this checked out. And I said, we're, we're waiting for something. I forget what it was now. Another, oh, I was waiting on another opinion. Uh, that's what it was. So I, I, I told him, I said, look, I'm waiting for another opinion. As soon as that happens, I, but I said, I'm pretty sure it's going to be found as legal. Well, you better do that right now. You ain't got no time to be wasting around And me. Gets, uh... Anyway, I walked away from him went on around. I was at a corner of the store down here. It's not there now. But I uh, I walked away from him and went on and got my, what I was going to get and left. Come come to check out. And he come down here and got my face again. And he, he got me by the shoulder. when he did, I was his rear back and cold cock. <laughs> and I knocked him from across the... He fell on the back there and got down in a uh, something sitting on the floor over there. He jumps up and he runs out the door. Yeah, I, I knew what he's going to do. He's going to go get have me arrested. I just knew that because I knew the kind of character he was. Danny was a cop. I, I come on home with a grocery I, was, I had bought and come in the house and was sitting here and Danny knocked on the door and he said, "Charlie, I said, and he got to tell me. I said, yeah, I knew he was going to do that. I said, now, Danny, I'm going to tell you something. I said, whatever you do, do not doctor this up or anything. What he told you, you take that if that's what you got to do. I do not want you to try to doctor this up in any way to where we'll be. it will be misleading. And, and I want it to be the truth. I hit him. And uh, I'll tell the world that. So anyway. <laughs> That was kind of interesting, thing. Yeah. It ended up, I never heard anything for maybe a month. And I, uh, from the letter I got from the state's attorney, it just said, charges that have been brought against you has been dropped by this office due to the fact that the person filing the charges has told too too many different stories. So... uh, he's telling a story and then he'd tell what else he'd add he'd <laughs> <laughs> now that was a, that was the wording in there too many different stories
1: yeah folks usually have a lot of different stories
0: yeah